0: Chinese class 101. 大家好, I'm Victor.
1: Hey, and this is Amber. Welcome back to ChineseClass101.com and our All About Chinese series. And today we're going to expound on something very close to Chinese hearts,
0: Victor, aren't we? Right, we're talking about Chinese characters, the writing system today.
1: Right, and how do you say Chinese characters in Chinese?
0: They're known as Hanzi.
1: Hanzi, which is fourth tone, neutral tone, right?
0: Right, Hanzi.
1: The good thing about this is that you probably didn't know that learning Chinese was also going to be art class. How fun!
0: Yeah, Chinese... finger
1: painting, something like that, Victor? Yeah,
0: definitely. It's, uh... You can use your
1: fingers, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe the Chinese people do. Really, the Chinese characters are a form of art, really, and such an important part of the language and culture.
1: Yeah, Chinese people are very passionate about Chinese characters. And no wonder, because it is the oldest written language in the world today…
0: Yeah, there are examples of written Chinese dating back to 1500 to 950 BC on bones and turtle shells and things.
1: Yeah, have you ever seen things like that? I heard there's something called oracle bones for like divination or something. Have you seen those, Victor, in China?
0: I haven't seen those myself, but they're definitely, you know around?
1: Well, I asked you because I have. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to brag for a moment are they? about how I'm more Chinese than you. (laughs) Well, once I was in Beijing and uh, a friend of mine who lives there, he took me to this uh, site of an archaeological dig and they had discovered two tombs from emperors who lived at the same time that Jesus was on the earth.
0: Oh wow, that's really exciting.
1: Yes, and what was very exciting is that on some of the artifacts, which were like kind of bone-like objects, I presume, there were Chinese characters and, you know, I could read them. Yeah. Because they were very simple ones. <laughs> they weren't like one of those 32-stroke ones. They were more like people, mouth. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely has a long history. And it's amazing how they've been preserved so well.
1: Yeah. And you know, those simple pictures, you know, those simpler times when it was just mouth and people on the bones. Well, those simple pictures are still the root of the Chinese characters that we learn today, that we see today.
0: Right. They're definitely put together in ways that are usually quite logical and easy to remember.
1: So we talked about these simple pictures that, are, that were used way back then. Mm-hmm. And even Chinese characters today can be broken down into these picture elements within the character, even though now they're much more complex, a lot of them.
0: Right. And these uh, smaller pictures within the characters usually give you a hint as to the meaning of pronunciation.
1: Yeah, but I have to say, disclaimer, I've heard this claim by many a Chinese teacher, but it's not always true. <laughs> it's
0: just like any other language, because there are always exceptions. But for <laughs> the most part, you know, if you get the, uh, I guess, the rules, you get into it, it tells you a lot. Actually. Yeah. So, uh, for example, for some simple objects, like the characters for people, hand, foot mountain, sun, tree, just like small little pictures. Mm -hmm. Once you see it, you think it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, and it's true because, I mean, if you squint your eye a little, maybe you can see that it looks like a tree or... The sun or like a hand, kind of, right? The elements are there.
0: Right, just like the one for mouth. It literally just looks like a square mouth.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe just think of it more like as impressionist art rather than very detailed (laughs) art. And then you can kind of figure out the picture within the character. Right, and slowly
0: peel down on that.
1: Yeah. So amazingly, after 3,000 years, you can still tell what they are. Okay, now, these simple elements that we're talking about, they have a special name, right, Victor?
0: Radicals. Right, they're called radicals.
1: Totally radical. <laughs> they're so radical because they're what you use to look up Chinese words in a dictionary. Right. It's actually quite organized, even though it's so artistic. It's not like a, you know, not like a disorganized, sort of you know, all-over-the-place artist. Quite right. logical.
0: It's a little time-consuming uh, at first, but then you get used to it pretty quickly.
1: And another thing about the radicals is that you can sometimes see them a bit more in the traditional characters. The simplified characters, sometimes the radicals have been um, taken out. Isn't that true, Victor?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So what do you like better, Victor? I mean, I know you're from mainland China. So do you like simplified characters better or traditional?
0: I only learn how to write uh, simplified but mm-hmm. I can read traditional as well because they are similar enough that you can see the resemblance
1: you're for like, the most you're part. You're so diplomatic. Yeah. I didn't say that. I said, which one do you like better? I really
0: don't have a preference. I, you know, that they, they both work and you see both forms, mm. although uh, simplified more in mainland China. Yeah. But right now, some of the businesses and places are starting to use more traditional as well.
1: Well, I'm not very diplomatic because I'll say right now that I like simplify way better yeah. <laughs> because
0: it's easier. It's easier for people to learn, definitely.
1: Yes. However, a lot of learners I know prefer traditional because they feel that they're there's more hints within the character as to the meaning of the character. You can see the radicals always. Were, I can see their point. But to me, it just looks like the more strokes, the more mumbo jumbo. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> I can't even uh, write in traditional myself.
1: Yeah. So. Okay, so how many characters are there altogether?
0: They are, get Be ready honest, for this, no there diplomacy. There are 50,000 characters oh in Chinese, and you have to yeah. learn every single one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just really?
1: kidding. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: Definitely not. So there are about 50,000 characters altogether, but you definitely don't have to learn uh, even close to that many. Most of them are really obscure, and you don't need to know them at all. Uh, Three or 4,000 is enough.
1: Yeah, and it kind of depends on what your purposes are, right? Like, if you're going to be a translator, the more the better. You'll be a quicker translator. However, day-to-day life, I mean, there's always, like... I mean, so you can always like, use like the point method, or like um, get your friends to write down things for you if you can't. It all depends on your goals for learning right, Chinese.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm giving people a way out if they need it, <laughs> but yeah. So even three or four thousand, I mean, compared to fifty thousand, it seems a lot more doable. So yeah, three or four thousand doesn't seem that bad, and also you can just think about how great it is when you learn characters like all you can do with it
0: yeah definitely you know you can read people's tattoos or <laughs> tell them it does not mean what they thought it did or whatever. i know like usually
1: the tattoos are kind of like the equivalent of chinglish t-shirts aren't right. they it's the like for chinese thing. people is it like weird like what's a weird tattoo you've seen i said like chicken like do you want to have a tattoo
0: that says chicken <laughs> actually i think most of the tattoos i have seen are pretty good yeah uh, yeah they tend to mean what they you know the people thought it meant but some yeah
1: like you might get chu, yeah, okay. which is like pig, right? Do you want to be a pig? <laughs> well, in Chinese, it might be all right, but <laughs> yeah. I've seen some, some of my Chinese friends laughed at the tattoos. They're the really good motivators for learning uh, Chinese characters, Victor. Like when you're in China, often the menu is not in English. Yeah, definitely.
0: Ordering or you can't food. read the in-
1: English that is on right. the menu because it's translated so crazily.
0: Exactly. I, I've known friends who speak Chinese and uh, they've been able to, you know, score free food from the owners because Chinese people love it when you speak Chinese.
1: Hey, that works, too. Yeah. That but the thing works. is, if you don't know Chinese characters, you might end up ordering something very scary.
0: That is the
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so to make it also more easy for people, Victor, come on, give us a few more hints. Like there's got to be some things that will make it easier for us when we're learning the characters.
0: You know, like we said earlier, the little pictures give you hints as to what they mean and Mm -hmm. what they know. It's kind of like combining English letters or, uh, you know, kind of learning for the SATs. You kind of learn all these strategies. Same thing in Chinese. And once you get a good handle on it, you start to follow or to realize these rules. And even though you don't know all the characters, you can make good, uh, very reasonable guesses.
1: Yeah. And I think a really good tip is get some children's books. A lot of people learn that way. You know, start with like, see Harry run, see Dick jump. (laughs) Once you learn the basics, actually, the truth of the matter is three or 4,000 characters are good to learn. But the most frequent, maybe first 500 you learn, you're going to see all the time. So, right. really, it's those last, you know, 2000 or so that you have to tackle. But, <laughs> you know, if you've learned 500, you can already read a lot yeah, of really definitely. essential day to day things. Definitely.
0: Yeah, start Mm -hmm. with the simple ones, and you know, you probably feel more, um, more like you've achieved something.
1: Yeah, it's true. It'll be encouraging. (laughs) Don't start with those obscure, don't just start (laughs) reading the dictionary, put it that way. (laughs) Don't start at A if there was an A and start reading through. (laughs) Okay, so now, all these nice pictures and everything, but really, now we've come to a really important thing, which is pronunciation. Mm -hmm. We look at a character, sure, we can see pictures there, but it doesn't tell us how to pronounce Chinese. So what do we do, Victor? What have you guys done for us?
0: Luckily, we have this system called Pinyin to help.
1: Yes, and actually, I know it's true, you didn't really create pinyin for us. It's actually taught to children in schools, right? Right,
0: right. right. To help them
1: learn the That's the first thing the
0: kindergartners in China learn.
1: So just think, everybody, you can be like, revert to your childhood, <laughs> hang on to your youth, and you can be like a kindergartner that's again. That's how Chinese
0: people learn Chinese, so, you <laughs> yes. know, I guess that's helpful to know. If it
1: works for them, right, it'll exactly. work for you. So we have this system called pinyin that's a phonetic system that teaches the standard pronunciation of Mandarin Chinese. So basically, you know, in the West, when you see... Uh, Chinese names in the newspaper or like Chinese city names. Sometimes you see these weird X's and Z's, right? And nobody really knows how to pronounce it. Well, that's pinyin.
0: That's actually pinyin, right.
1: So all those X's and Z's, it's actually, don't be deterred. It's very easy to learn because a lot of the letters sound similar to the English pronunciation. There are some definitely that are different. But once you learn the pronunciation, you can pronounce any Chinese word, even if you don't know the character.
0: Yeah, and definitely it's uh, also one way to enter Chinese characters on computers.
1: That's right. So that is how my method because I (laughs) am a little bit character challenged. But I can type characters. So that works in this day and age. You don't really have to use the paintbrush and stroking on the, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Good. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with pinyin yet, we have good news for you. You're not going to be left to your own to learn it. We actually have. On our website, ChineseClass101.com, an interactive pinyin chart.
0: Yeah, and it shows all the combinations of initials and final sounds possible in Chinese.
1: Right, so now this initials and finals, we should discuss this a little. Unlike European languages, it's not consonants and vowels that make up Chinese words in pinyin. Actually, they have a set of initial sounds and a set of final sounds, and they can be combined in different ways to make the 400 or so sounds of Chinese.
0: Right, and just one word of caution. You kind of just mentioned this already. Um, but Pinyin cannot be read like English, even though there are a lot of similarities. But there are also differences, so you should pay attention to uh, to those differences. Like um, "hen uh, hao." In Chinese, you will say "hen mm-hmm. hao," so it's more controlled in a way. But in in English, it will sound like "hen hao." Yeah, <laughs> you know, you see the difference, like very open.
1: Very common mistake. Right. Even though it's spelled H E N, it is not "hen." Right,
0: "hen" <laughs> "hen Yeah.
1: But this, we promise you guys, is very easy to master. Basically, in a day or two, you can learn the sounds and, you know, master the pronunciation.
0: Right. And there are only about 400 different combinations, so it's not that difficult. Yes.
1: Not like the 50,000 characters. But that kind of brings us to another point, which is, why are there only 400 sounds in Chinese? However, there are 50,000 characters. Um, This comes down to the fact of homophones. Right. (laughs) A big word that means... There's a lot of words that sound the same. <laughs> yeah.
0: And to th- distinguish those, Amber, how do we do that?
1: Well, from these 400 sounds of Chinese, there's actually like other combinations that can be made through right. adding tones.
0: Right. The much dreaded tones for many beginners.
1: Yes, but they're not to be dreaded, right. actually, because they're kind of like music. I mean, just think of it this way, Victor. If, if you have a song that you get in your head, you don't think about what note or what tone. I mean, you just sing the song, right? Right, exactly. I think of learning Chinese tones that way. Once you learn them, you there starts to come a point where you don't have to overthink them, and they just naturally come.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good to know, especially coming from you. Hopefully, our listen, listeners will, you know, <laughs> also you catch mean, up on that. Especially coming
1: from me. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victor, knowing that there are so many words that sound like in Chinese, um, is that going to be a problem? Like, do people get mixed up? Like, because, for example, the word ma, right? There's four right. ways of saying it. Like, ma means to scold, right? right. What about mother? Is Also, ma is that first tone, right? Yeah. Ma is like mother. And then right. there's like ma, which is horse. Right. So do people get confused when they're talking?
0: Uh, that's why it's important for people to have a good grasp of the tones because like you, what you just said, you know, the same sound with different tones can mean drastically different things. Mm-hmm. So although they're, you know, they're not impossible to grasp, but they are very important. So you should definitely learn them Otherwise, and you take might them to heart. <laughs> right.
1: But generally I find that um, because of context, as long as you get the tones right, even though the words sound similar, they can, you know, Chinese people in the generally will know what you're talking about.
0: Right. And especially if you're a foreigner or, you know, you new beginners learning Chinese. Chinese people give you a lot of leeway. That's they don't true. expect perfect Chinese from you. But you know,
1: like maybe they don't understand you, but at least they'll pretend they do. And like
0: you're right, and the context definitely uh, and sometimes even in Chinese, you know, the same sound in different contexts will mean different things. So you really have to pay attention to the situation.
1: That's true. And one method I have seen Chinese people use a lot, Victor, because sometimes even Chinese people will maybe hear a word and not be able to decipher which, what the person's, which word it is. And they will actually trace the character into their hand. Right. Because, you know, a lot of characters will have the same exact tone and sound. Right. So maybe there's like eight different words that have the same tone and sound. And then they'll just like write the character sort of into the air or into their palm of their hand. Right. And I was always like, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, Get a pen. I can't, no, kind I can't read you your know finger. What they're doing.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: But anyways, in time, you'll probably be able to do that too. And you'll feel pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, so don't, don't worry. Um, these tones, these characters, everything will come step by step. Don't get overwhelmed. Just think of it like all the exercises that your right brain will be getting. Because you know, a lot of languages don't use the right brain, right?
0: Yeah, it's like a workout for your brain. And definitely, we're here to help you through it. So yeah. there's no need to worry.
1: That's right. So Chinese characters aren't as hard as you might think. You might just enjoy learning them. Some people get really into it, Victor. Yeah. So that was lesson two in our All About Chinese series, All About the Chinese Writing System, Chinese Characters. We hope that helped you guys learn a little bit more, but you can also come to the website and look at some real live Chinese characters, ChineseClass101.com.
0: And we'll see you next time.
1: We'll see you next time. 下一次见!
0: Jian.